Jonathan, mother freaking ye. <laughs> and I think that's uh that's an introduction that I've missed in a while. Hello, Mr. It, Andrew Frickin' Diamond. It's been a while. It it this is long overdue. We are we are sorry. We apologize. We've been very busy. Our lives have gotten quite different from what we're used to. Would you agree with that, Johnny? Uh that's the same, you know, just you know, I uh yeah. <laughs> it's all good. No, life's very I, different. It's very different. Yeah. First of all, my environment is extremely different. Andrew, I don't know if I, if I told you this, but I tried going out on a run at the area that I... Oh, oh, there we go. You might need Cracking that. Cracking open after a beer. What I, after what I heard about how you were... But as I was saying, my area is quite hot and it's super dry. I ran out... I, I went out for a run yesterday morning at like 5.30 in the morning. And half a mile in, my throat was parched, and it was like seventy-five degrees out. Just super parched, dry, huh? Yeah, but I think today was like, you know, hundred something. Tomorrow's gonna be over like one ten. So, hot place. So, on the almost exact opposite of the spectrum, not a quite exact. Well, first of all, I respect and appreciate that you're still waking up to run. I know you're doing oh. it because you're not. Yes, it was my first. Uh, working. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> Just take the compliment, bro. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, on the other op- on the opposite end of the spectrum, you are living in quite a dry, hu- uh, hot place. I'm living pretty close to the beach. Yeah, in, nice. in beautiful Southern California, it's oh, yeah. nice out here. Like it's like today was quote unquote hot for everybody, and it was like 80 degrees. It was nice though. <laughs> it was really nice. Every night gets really cool out here. It's super nice. I, I I have to admit, but I am waking up early too to go to the gym. I've been waking up every day at five thirty, just about to go work out. And uh, yeah, I've been you know trying to keep up, trying to be healthy. Yeah, there you go. Hey, this is our chance to because once school starts, that kind of goes out the drain, uh, out out the door, not out the drain. Man, English is hard. I haven't talked in a long time. <laughs> I just engineer now. Uh, just when numbers, <laughs> numbers and social skills go out the window. <laughs> so, so how how's your? What have you been up to, Johnny? Why don't we tell the peoples? Oh, oh yeah. actually, before we do, I have a funny story to tell you. All right, I'm. I almost forgot. I'm glad I didn't. So, you know of our friend from CPP, Sarah Saltikov. Shout yeah. out to Sarah. Right. Yeah. So. She's also interning somewhere. And so we, you know, message her, say, hey, how's your internship going? Whatever. And so I messaged her the other day saying, how's it going? And she sent me a picture. And it was a picture of her and and somebody in the picture. And I was looking at the guy in the picture and I was like, wow, that picture, that, that person in the picture looks so familiar. But the person I was thinking lives out here in California. And I was like, there's no possible way that this person would be out in where she is because he is also interning out here this is I, I will drag it out anymore it's daniel bay shout out to daniel oh really <laughs> and i was like how the heck so they daniel went to go visit a friend and they ran into sarah and i guess daniel was like oh what school do you go to sarah was like cpp and daniel was like wait do you know johnny and andrew <laughs> 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 and I yeah. thought it was so freaking funny. So yeah, shout out to Daniel. Shout out to Sarah. That's so comedy. That is funny. Yeah, Daniel, I think he's he's listened to a couple of our podcasts and he was able to reach out to me and Andrew. And so yeah, dang. That is that's so dude, so small. I feel like ever since I learned about, you know, where I'm working and stuff like that, the world has become a little bit smaller in the aerospace community. Oh, for sure. It's like yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But anyways, uh, your your question, well, yeah, your question, I guess, regarding what I'm doing. I mean, obviously, we're both at internships. I feel like you're having a very different experience from I am. And yeah, um, in more than one way. And I guess, you know, we will say that there's information that I don't think we can disclose. Um, right. 
I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be much more uh, comfortable with being overly cautious about what I say. And I'm pretty sure you, you err on the same side as well, instead of being a little um, flappy with their mouths. <laughs> So, I, but I, but I, I think something that I can say is I, I'm out in the middle of nowhere, and you're, you're, uh, you're out, out in the middle of somewhere. Yeah, I will say the location I'm working at is beautiful. I do like it. Uh, we are actually so the reason I say we're working on like the opposite side of things in more than one way is because quite literally, you're, you're working on air vehicle stuff. I'm working on space vehicle stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least supportive space vehicle stuff. So we're both working aero aerospace, but we're not working, you know, the same stuff, which is really cool because you know you wanted to go, you've always wanted to go into aero. I've always wanted to go into uh, space, so it's pretty cool to see. Um, and you know, we there is stuff that me and Johnny do discuss that we're you know allowed to and see like some of the differences and some, what overlaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but not much of it as of right now, but we are still pretty early into it. So your second week. Yeah, but, uh, kind of. Yeah. Second week. Se- like, yeah, I'm going into my second week approximate. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. I'm on my fourth. It's passed by like so fast. I'm scared that it's just going to be <laughs> over. Yeah. I, <laughs> I talked about that with, um, <laughs> with a friend of mine and I was like, dude, I'm, uh, I, I feel like I'm working on something actually significant right now. And when I go back to school, and I'm working on my my uh, you know senior design slash capstone. I, I'm never gonna actually create that airplane. <laughs> it's fake. That's very it's true. all it, you know for the best you know. And I, I might be dumbing it down. You know, it's a lot more significant than what I'm thinking in my head. But it's like it's all fantasy and imagination that this plane that I've designed is ever gonna come to fruition. You know, and um, what I'm working on right now is actually you know contributing to something as opposed to that right. So I was like, how am I going to go back to, I, I, I don't, of course I'm going to try, but how am I going to go back to school and like, I guess be in a, it's like a downgrade. It's like, yeah, what I'm doing <laughs> is not going to, it's going to contribute to my GPA. It's going to contribute to my educational career, but in terms of will it impact the world? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. It, it may eventually some point, you don't know. Right, right. It may, maybe I'll create something so amazing that a company is like, let me, let me, I want to pick that up. <laughs> I have just there, like, let me fund it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be the company. That. There's no, there was no contract out there that the government made, but it was such a great design that the, the government decided to make a contract. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's always a first for something, right? So I, we haven't actually talked about a lot of this, but. Well, something I wanted to ask you, um, we actually haven't really talked about anything. Um, Something that I wanted to ask you is, do you feel like this is something a friend told me that graduated a year or two ago? Mm -hmm. Um, Do you feel like the work you're doing currently as an intern um, is easier than school? That's really hard because, okay, so that's really hard because I'm on week two, right? That's and true. So, I, I mean, the company that I work for, they require a lot of training videos. And so, <laughs> I've, uh, I, guys, if you guys are asking, you know, oh, like, what is an internship like? What's the whole experience? I can, I can tell you what the first week is like. And it's just a bunch of training videos. Um, and I don't know, Andrew, if that, that is, does that, you know, is that the same for your company as well? Yeah. So first week was a lot of like training, trying to get set up my software, um, going through like the, the hoops of, you yeah. know, all that kind of stuff yeah. make like finding out that I can't, I don't have access to the software store, even though I need software. So I have to call it and Jeez. get my software stuff approved it was just a little bit of a nightmare but that's like with any even not as interns we would have to deal with that you know Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah definitely but um in terms of for me it was just you know i just came off of training and now i'm kind of going into uh, actually contributing so yeah it's um as of now i feel really good about where i'm at and you know today was like actually the first day i felt like i really contributed and made progress in in the project I'm under, but 
Would I say it's yeah. easier than school right now? Yes. Is it an accurate representation of what an internship or a career is like in the future? Probably not. Yeah, I don't know if mine is inaccurate. So, yeah, I I feel like it can be in some ways, um, and that's has accurate a lot to do with and easier or accurate and just accurate. Um, okay, because it it might it I don't think it's necessarily easier. That's kind of a hard question to answer for more reasons than you know. It's just it's our, our second week. Yeah, like. There's a lot of aspects that go into what, you know, what defines some, when something's easy, what makes something easy. Right, right. Um, is it because you know everything about that? Is it because, you know, the, pro the, the answer is like so like in your face, but mm -hmm. oftentimes these problems don't have like just one answer. There's so many answers that you can come up and some are going to be better than others. Um, but the reason I say like it can be is because you know there are so many solutions sometimes and mm -hmm. not all, just because it's a solution doesn't mean it's a good one and um you know but it's still an answer but no i don't think that it's easier per se i think that it is definitely different mm -hmm. um you're trained in school to you know answer a question in a very particular way with a very particular set of like givens or data essentially mm -hmm. and that's not always the case you know like yeah we have to work with what we have um and you know solve it to the best of our ability and basically a lot of what i've seen so far is hey i'm in a way our our bosses our managers are coming to us and saying hey I'm trusting you to be the expert of this particular system or, you know, problem. Show me why your answer is correct mm -hmm. and show me your reasoning and, you know, we'll talk about it and go from there. Got it. I don't know if that's your experience so far. Um, not quite. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I only have like, honestly, one day of experience. And so my experience is very, very limited, but um, my experience with my managers are they're just very open. They're like, hey, as long as you perform, that's all that matters. And so that's what I was told. Um, I did want to follow up with a question, uh, but this might be a little premature unless you had something else to add to it. No? No, I don't think I do. Not right okay. now. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is a little bit off the beaten path of, and maybe we can call it a tangent. Probably not. It, it relates to what we're talking about. But I was wondering, so we're talking about, you know, how, how we were experiencing our internship now. And I was wondering, uh, is there anything that shocked you regarding, like, the way that your work functions, I guess? Is there anything that stuck out to you that was extremely like, oh, I didn't know that this is what an internship slash career would be like, this aspect of it, I guess? Because for me, there were definitely aspects that I was like, oh, geez, uh, I guess this is a part of life as, you know, working as an intern or something like that. And I mean, it could be a positive or negative thing. I guess my experience is not as positive. And I, I guess I could start first while you're brainstorming this. Is that okay with yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was just going to say there's a lot of meetings. There's so many meetings for me. Um, I, I don't know if that's something that you have. Is that not something you have? So I have <laughs> on average, I would say like maybe three meetings a week, four, if I I'm see. like, like, and that's, that's strictly because the position I'm in, mm -hmm. I know that, you know, meetings, I, I know, and I know interns that have meetings every single day yeah. and multiple meetings a day, which I actually would appreciate because for me, a meeting every single day would let me learn a lot more about the project and give me an opportunity to ask much more many more questions um right. and i can still ask questions but you know it, it it's it's those conversations in the meetings where you really are like getting into the kind of the detail and the nuts and bolts of the project where you're like wait how does this work why does this work like this that you could really develop like deep understanding and i if you have meetings i encourage mm -hmm. people to do that but i don't i don't have that 
so I, I don't have that experience, but I have other ones, but you can continue. Right. Yeah. So for me, I had, I literally had three meetings today. So, and, and, you know, these meetings are okay, I guess. Um, and, and, you know, I'm early on. And so maybe, um, I don't feel as plugged in and I feel like I'm kind of like an outlier, an outsider to these meetings. Cause I don't understand the nooks and crannies that are going on, uh, all the details regarding these meetings. I'm pretty sure they'll start to make more sense as uh, I proceed on with the internship. However, I noticed that. And then I think the other thing that I'm realizing as I'm talking to people that are actually have been, you know, working at the place I have for a couple of years or many more, is a lot of them actually are really tired of procedures. There are certain procedures that need to take place in order to keep information safe or in order to keep people safe, right? Uh, these are things that um, have been set in place for the safety of our nation, for the safety of the people's lives and so on. But I realize that there's just a lot of um, gates that you have to kind of go through to maintain even what you would consider a normal operation at times. So yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's something that you can resonate with, but that's something that I realize. And so there's even certain procedures that I need to always remind myself that I have to do in order to maintain like a normal, um, I guess, work life. I don't know if that really makes sense, but it's just, it was just surprising and shocking for me that uh, there's so much that needs to be done. Um, oftentimes we can say a lot of paperwork or, um, you need to get some sort of permission from certain people and all that stuff. And it can take it like, oftentimes you think it's one simple action, but then it takes like four or five people that this paperwork has to go through in order for that action to be allowed for you to do. And so it just blows my mind that how that's how sometimes things function. But I mean, I understand the brevity and the degree of what we kind of work with. And so it makes sense. It's just an unfortunate byproduct as well on my end. Yeah. I, I, I definitely get where you're coming from and like see why you would be saying that because I guess to some extent mine is the same. I think mm -hmm. that's just the nature of working for like uh, a company that has a lot of ties with the DOD. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's just kind of, it depends on the, the company you go into, of course, and what sector you're working in, but a lot of it would be um, like that. What I what I was most surprised at, because Johnny, you know that I've worked multiple jobs before in my past, is that mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I've worked, and so I was basically being like, or thinking, go, I'd be going into this job, red, one hundred percent ready to work, accustomed to like work life, understanding what it what a, a typical work day looks like. However, what I failed to realize is that I've worked like jobs in the past, not careers. Right. And there's a way different like in work environment. So hmm. like when you're working a job, especially in like retail, because I've worked a lot of retail jobs. It's like work, work, work. What are you doing? Make sure you're doing something. What's going on? Tell right. me what you're doing. When are you taking your break? Have you taken your lunch type stuff, right? Whereas on the other hand, I come into this company on the first day and they're like, I, I ask him like, oh, when do I take my lunch? He's like, I, I don't care. Whenever you want to take your lunch. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that when do true. I, where, where do I clock in? He's like, you, you do your own time card, like do that. I'm like, okay, when do I leave? He's like, come in when you want, leave when you want. And I'm like, okay. So that was like a, a huge shock to me. Um, I guess. Cause I was not expecting that. It felt weird. It got, you know, you get used to it in a week. Ah, I forgot to do my time card today. Actually. Now I say that. Uh, oh. <laughs> Are you, is um, your, uh, is your manager going to get a nasty email saying that you forgot? So I hope not. Cause I've forgotten <laughs> twice this week. Um, yeah, that was definitely interesting getting used to, uh, and then just working on your own. Cause a lot of the times, you know, well, well, so you you probably have a little bit different experience in this as well, but you, you might work with another intern or a teammate or something like that, whereas I work um, for the most part alone. I actually just did get an intern that I'm working with, so I'm kind of filling her in on, on things and kind of help her out, but um, I'm not working with like a team of, of five, six people where we could, you know, talk about our progress and, and 
current standing, so to speak. It's just a lot of like me and her working on this independently or together and, and you know, talking to our direct manager. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess I'm there with you on the first part that you were talking about, because I, I mean, I've come from a place where I've worked a lot of part time jobs as well. And a lot of it was like, hey, you need to be here by this time. And you can leave only after this time. But there's a lot of freedom in, you know, when you can come and go, like, if I want to take my lunch the moment I got to work, you know, like, early in the morning, I, I can do it. It's fine. <laughs> you know, there's nothing that my manager's going to say that's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just taking my lunch. Like, oh, okay, cool. Right. Um, and then there's other like, it's I'm realizing that there's benefits and perks to, you know, um, working with the company that I work with, there's certain things that they provide you like health insurance, that's something that's brand new for me. But Maybe for other people, that's like, oh, yeah, that was a given. That's obvious. Like, obviously, if you work for a company, um, especially in the U.S., and they're a bigger company, they're going to provide you health insurance and stuff like that. But I'm like, I'm an intern. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Thanks for that. Like, so there's like these benefits and perks. And then also, obviously, like the difference in a part-time job as a, as a opposed to a salary job, I guess. Um, it's just it's pretty night and day. And so I, I definitely agree with you that, that that is pretty shocking and it's, it's weird how much trust they pour on us after we're, you know, but I, by no means, I'm going to be that person to try to take advantage of that trust. But it's it just, it, but like the way that my manager says is you guys are adults and I expect you guys to act like adults. And as long as you're, you're, you know, you're performing, that's like, that's all I'm asking for. If there's something in your way. Call me up. I'll make sure to get that out of the way as soon as I can. Like if there's any issues, talk to me. We can figure it out. But aside from that, like you do you and I'm a do me. And I was like, all right, cool. Sounds good. So yeah, that's me on my end. But that is true. That's a really pretty big shocker that I totally forgot about. Yeah. Like it. it's so weird. Like I could go to work right now if I wanted to. Oh, and just, God. I mean, I work today, but like if I wanted to, I could really just, you know, work. I mean, I don't see the benefit of it. And I'm sure my manager would be like, why? <laughs> you know, um, yeah, just just very odd stuff like that. Getting used to, but it it is um, it is very cool. Um, I would say that it's pretty pretty rewarding, especially like being like okay. One thing that I really do I think miss about school being in person is is or being miss about school is being in person, mm -hmm. like being able to be in person for this internship has really like shown me how important that is. I guess I kind of forgot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's just so like, it's a totally different atmosphere. If I was working on what I was working on at home during like right now, my assignment, if I was at home, I would probably lose a lot of motivation because what I'm working on isn't the easiest thing. And so I think I would feel so stuck and so lost at home that I would kind of be like, what, what, what am I doing? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I think interfacing with people is extremely important. Hence, at least the area that I work in, we, we try to encourage that though. Um, you know, with the way that we are, we're still in the pandemic. And so, you know, that, you know, things are still getting worked out, but I agree with you. Interfacing is definitely a very important aspect that I think I'm realizing the effectivity of it. Uh, yeah. Because I think we did a pretty good job over last semester, spring semester, right? Where, yeah, we weren't interfacing in person, but we were still relatively effective and efficient with the time allotted to us to be able to, um, you know, study or create programs. But I'm realizing, yeah, that now that you're mentioning that as well, because I was asked today, like someone asked me like, hey, do you want to work? like together in person or would you want to do like remote? And I was like, Oh no, I, I want to work in person. And I, I wasn't even thinking about, I was just thinking, yeah, it's, you know, I, I just work a lot better in person. And now that you talk like that, that it just reminds me that, yeah, it's a lot harder to communicate via email or even if it's not email, it could be a phone oh, conversation. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's just really hard. And that is true. Like when you're working in person and I think that's a really cool thing. We're, we're blessed because, going into next semester, um, I hear that our school is going to really try to push in person, especially for senior design. So, Oh, I didn't, I haven't heard that. That's yeah. I, good. I mean, at least actually, on, 
go on. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say air vehicle. I know the air vehicles is going to really try to push being in person. We'll see how things go. As as we know, everything is still kind of up in the air. But my understanding is that that is going to be the case for now. Yeah, I don't. I actually, while I stand by what I everything I just said that I think in person is better. I think school is one of the things that you can do online still. Uh, it's only because in a lot of respects, the stuff that we're learning in school, you're given so many resources to you know work on these things. And like I said, it is kind of like a pristine a lot of the time problem where there's like a lot of, you know, information given to you. Mm -hmm. However, it's like with these really big problems that you're working on in person where it's so open-ended, like you're like, what do I do? So you have to, you know, really work in a group and, and get a, like a good, good thought process going together saying, how do I solve this? What, you know, what do we need to assume basically? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it'd be good to go back to school. I won't miss the drive. <laughs> I will not miss being stuck in traffic yeah <laughs> that is true but but uh, as we're you know i guess we talked about for the past 20 25 minutes what our experience is but you know there's a lot of people out there that are still either gonna you know shoot for internships whether it be in the yeah. fall spring or next yeah. summer as somebody who is on their second week um, actually, I'm sorry, before we move on, I want to say something that I think is pretty important that's related to what we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think that if you're a student, like an engineering student currently in a program or transferring or you just graduated and you're just working and you happen to be listening to this, I think that it's and you're working from home specifically. I think it's super important to realize that working from home, like we said, has a lot of challenges associated with it. And just because you don't like feel like an engineer, quote unquote, or you don't feel like you're doing your best work, or you feel like you don't belong, because you know, you all these challenges associated with working from home is kind of getting to you and, and wearing on your mental. I like want to just say that it is not a reflection of who you are as a person or an engineer. It's just the challenges that are associated with working from home. So don't let that like get you down because yeah. you know, you're putting in so much work and it's not you. It's just like the circumstances. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's pretty challenging. Um, and we even had our challenging year and I think we lucked out or maybe not lucked out, but we happened to, you know, figure out a, a way to you know work in that situation. But by no means is it, I think, as effective and as easy as being in person. I think we would have been much more efficient and much more effective actually having been face-to-face, -face, working on a whiteboard, looking at each other's screen, like how we're coding or you know something like that. But we, we did with what we had. And I think, and as cheesy as it sounds, if we're, if we're really able to do it, then a lot of other people are going to be very much capable of doing so. So... Yeah. Yeah. I That's agree. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I met a few people that were like, Hey, I, I, you know, I just got a job in June of last year when the pandemic, when the pandemic started. So they were just like, Hey, I, you know, I was working through it, working from home. I just got the job. I didn't feel like, you know, I was doing what I signed up to be doing basically. Like they felt very out of place and yeah, basically it made them question if they chose the right career. Yeah. Um, and now they're in person and they're like, it was just, you know, being from home and everything that goes along with it. Um, so now they're super grateful to be in person. But yeah, it's just something to keep in mind if you're going through it right now from home. It's not you. Mm -hmm. It's just it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there with you, man. But you were but, saying something about the two weeks, right? What were you going to say? Yeah. So like as somebody that, you know, we try to give a little bit of advice to people, what would you say? If, you know, maybe people haven't started the internship yet or they're going to or, mm -hmm. you know, of, of course, people are still trying to get them. Where what where what would advice would you give them? Well, there's advice that I can give from my own personal experience. And I think there's advice I can give from people that I know above me. Right. So I guess I can start with the advice that people from above me gave. And it's just have fun. Um, if you're already on an internship, I guess this is just have fun. Um, I'm telling myself that I shouldn't do this, but oftentimes you can find yourself, especially because 
um, you know, I guess it depends on what you're going in for the internship, but a lot of people are trying to find a job and find experience, right? Um, trying to network and yeah, it, it, while doing that, you can kind of lose sight of like, you're, you're, you're there for the experience too. You're trying to figure out, is this job for me or is this area of the field of aerospace for me? And um, oftentimes I think if you get so lost in the work or you get so lost in um, career goals, you might end up losing out on the experience. And, you know, it's like the same analogy is like, hey, put your phone away, just take in the moment, right? That, that kind of idea. So um, I'm not saying don't network, don't try hard in that aspect, but make sure that you're having fun too. It's supposed to be a learning experience. And maybe I'm just speaking from a place of, because I have that luxury and maybe other people don't have that luxury and really their internship is, <laughs> there's no opportunity for fun, right? That's a possibility. But in my area where I'm working, um, I have to remind myself like, hey, don't don't kiss up so much, right? Like, you know, just do your part and, and have fun as well. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the experience. Um, don't really come away with a lot of regret. And so that's, that's what's told to me from above. <laughs> and that's very profound. And I think it's going to be good advice that I'm going to really try to carry through. And we'll see how, how well I carried it through and how much of a fact and truth that is at the end of my internship. So we'll see. We'll test it, right? Because I'm only on week two. The one that I, and this is by no means profound, it's extremely technical, is I think there is an inverse relationship between uh, the amount of, I guess it kind of relates to what I just said, the amount of fun you can have at an internship and the surrounding environment and setting. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> So if you live out in the middle of nowhere for your internship, but you know you you might have a lot more fun <laughs> as opposed to if you're living somewhere you know a lot more um, suburban or more city, you're not probably going to have as much fun. And and you know of course there could be anomalies to that, but I would say if you guys those that are looking for internships, if you guys are actually like I, I my goal is to go out and try to have the best most fun experience possible. I'd highly recommend you guys like you guys never heard of that city, maybe apply to it. Like that internships like out in the middle of nowhere, like go for it. Right. As opposed really? to why, why do you think that? Well, I mean, this is, well, this has to come from an aerospace area, right? Um, or not aerospace, sorry. Um, aeronautics as opposed to Astro. I don't know how Astro works, but you know, you, you can't have planes going really hard out in, you know, what, 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 what city like like you can't you can't fly over los angeles on a fighter like unless watch me watch you I, I, maybe they do I, I highly doubt it but these planes are just too loud no, they're really kidding. loud and so uh my understanding is you know if you want to see things happen if you if you want to have a lot of interface with uh hardware right you're more likely to be doing that out in the middle of nowhere as opposed to, um, you know, living suburban. And I'm not saying that you won't be able to interface and be able to like touch a plane or see a plane out in your suburban life, right? But um, yeah, and and that's the association. If you're working a lot more closely with the hardware, then I think you'd be having a lot more fun. Um, but again, there are people out there that probably may not think that's fun. And for them, then um, this, what I just said is no, not true, but... For those out there that are like, I want to be able to see planes all the time. Like, you're really going to have to be out in the middle of nowhere. Like, <laughs> that's that's just from the, the aeronautics side, right? And this is why we have Andrew here, or else I would have kicked him off the podcast by now. And he would, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think if anything, I'd get kicked off. But Andrew, I mean, you do you agree with that? Or do you... Yeah, I mean, to some extent, I for me, it's a lot different, right? Because I work on like satellites and you can't go to space. Like I, w I wish I could be like, yeah, you know, I, I get hands on work with satellites, but it's just not the reality. Um, but yeah, I, I would agree. Like you get to see a lot more cooler stuff out there. Probably mm -hmm. there is some I don't I don't would I wouldn't say that's 100 percent accurate all the time because I've seen some right, pretty cool right. things. Um but it has a lot to do with where you work and the size of the company and, and particularly what location you're at. Um, yeah. Because you could have a totally different experience with the same company at, you know, two different locations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
like uh so like for instance if we're talking about like nasa you go to marshall space flight center you see you know historic launch or historic test pads and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff but if you go to houston you're not going to see the you know the those historic test pads you'll see like historic you know mission rooms and stuff like that calm yeah. rooms which and, is you know a different kind of cool but it's right. just not the same thing that, that is a good example because for example i went to you went to marshall and you got to see Saturn V. I believe right. Saturn V is standing up. Is that true? No, it's actually laying on its side, but it's, it's on like this. To me. Well, there's a fake Saturn V outside, but it's not this real like scale. But the real oh. like test assembly is inside a museum and it's in a like a building on its side, hmm. perched up on like this structure. It really right. Cool. Right, but you get to see, I mean, not only that, but you got to see SLS, I believe. And then there was me. Main tanks. Yeah. Um, There's me where I went to Armstrong Flight Research Center, and I got to see a static display of the SR-71. I realized I got to see a static display of, I think it's the X-29. It's the plane that has forward swept wings. You know, Yeah, the, the unstable one. Yeah. Um, that's a plane that's on static display there. Um, there's a bunch of, you know, planes of static display there, but I think that was arguably the most exciting thing, the static display of the SR-71 and the X-29. I don't know if that's X-29 a correct... is cool. Yes, it is. Grumman yeah. X-29. Yes, sir. So, ah, and, oh, and then I got to hear, um, you know, a sonic boom or two or five, but I didn't know what was doing the sonic boom, <laughs> you know? So, you know, that's... Maybe you guys think, oh, that's a lot more cooler than SLS main tanks and Saturn V and whatever Huntsville, Alabama had to offer you, Marshall, right? But I think it, that is a pretty good analogy to make or a pretty good parallel to make of the uh, the difference, um, not only between, I, I guess, the difference of location, even though it's the same company, right? So companies yeah. can cause a different situation in which something could be more enjoyable, but also it could be the location. For me, I was thinking more location-wise, but it is true, you know, companies all have, they have, I'm pretty sure they all work on different things in different areas as well. So that's another variable, but yeah. And a lot of them too also, you know, have sectors that are really split in, in like the company I work for does space systems and air systems. Johnny's does as well. They're on two different sites and have two different complete focuses. So it just goes to show Um, there you could have a totally different experience but you know that doesn't that shouldn't deter you from applying to basically everything you see if you're still applying just you know it doesn't matter don't be picky you never know what's going to happen you don't need i know it's like it's the biggest lie in the world that people feed us that you need experience in a field to go into that field i'm working on nothing that i've ever worked on before hmm I am, uh, I, I can't attest to that necessarily, I think, but, but I will say this, um, I don't think school would necessarily have prepared me for the situation that I'm in. If that's, if that's what you mean by experience, like, yeah, I mean, school definitely didn't prepare me, but what I'm saying is, you know, your, your manager or your, the people that are hiring you know that like. I was talking to a manager today who he said 20 to 30% of what you learn at school is applicable. Hmm. 20 to 30%. I have to disagree, but you know, maybe your manager knows more than I do. Probably. <laughs> what am I saying? I was going to say, Johnny, you're, <laughs> yeah, he, your manager just calls me. He's like, you're fired. I'm like, what am I fired from? He's like, from this company. <laughs> uh, um, so he, he said 20 to 30, you know, percent of is actually useful and then most people will tell you that a company does not hire you for what you know but it your your degree basically shows to them hey this person is capable of learning you're competent yeah yeah so go out learn something do something cool Mm -hmm. if you got a summer you don't have a summer project going on pick something up oh here's what you can learn okay for those of you guys out there that are like what do i need to learn and I know that this python. is something that's <laughs> maybe Python. Yeah. I mean, you kind of answered the question there, 
not it doesn't just have to be python right but what we're both doing andrew and i is andrew what what you work on has to do with programming right i work in a software department like so, i support the software department i'm in era so yeah. you don't create program yeah software? i do yeah okay yeah. you you create software i'm creating software I'm using a, I'm using a, I'm using a programming language. Are you using a programming language? I'm using multiple program programming languages. If you consider MATLAB a programming language. Yeah. So moral of the story, as the entire world seems to be shouting this at the top of their lungs now, if you guys don't know programming language, now's the time to learn it. Okay. Now's the time. Not, not only that, if you don't like, so not only have I been using language, like a few i've been mostly using matlab but i have dabbled in some others too and like vba as well but not only that i like have to deal with object oriented language yeah oop and programming Mm -hmm. that's the oh god i have no idea what i'm doing there (laughs) yeah that's uh that's like python java c plus plus c yeah that's object oriented programming yeah yeah but yeah so Moral of the story is, yeah, it could be MATLAB, though I am not a fan of MATLAB necessarily. But learning MATLAB's a language, the best. No, no. I, I think if, if I were to give my two cents on this, since I think we can say that I am the resident expert between you and I. Um, I disagree. I'm just oh, kidding. <laughs> if that's the case, then you can put up your own opinion as well. But this is strictly <laughs> my opinion. And I think Python is uh, probably the best language to learn but for those of you guys out there that are like, okay, what do I do? How do I prepare for a possible internship or even school? You can kill two birds with one stone. Go for Python. And I think that that is a very good way to start off, um, you know, a, a possible successful career in school and um, maybe at an internship or your job. But um, I just yeah. find it odd that we both happen to. And I mean, obviously, the company chose me based off of what I put on my resume, which happens to show that I have an inclination towards programming. And they're like, oh, this guy's an inclination towards programming. Let's put him on that. Um, obviously, there's that too. But, um, you know, I'm finding myself like there's a lot more opportunity for me to jump onto a different project that has to do with programming as opposed to I feel like other um, projects in the place that I work at. And so um, I'm finding that to be a pretty good tip, I guess, for those of you guys out there that are like, I'm trying to prep for an internship or I, 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 I don't know, prep for school or whatever it is, like learning a programming language is probably going to be extremely helpful. And oh, we've already 100%. said this before, and this is broken record. This is redundant. But in case we haven't made, made it so apparent now, like now that we ha- are having an internship experience, we can once again reinforce the idea that programming is actually really, really useful and also sought after and um, looks good for you. So. I agree now. We're about to wrap up, but I have one last question because, you know, we, we end with questions yeah. and I feel like this is a very apt question, so to speak, That's if you will. Word. I like that word. <laughs> and I've thought about this a lot and we've actually kind of talked about this before, but not, not, I've never asked you this. So now that you're an intern or actually I shouldn't say it like that. Now that you have your first internship. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like an engineer? Like if somebody asked you, hey, Johnny, what do you do? Would you say I'm an engineer or would you say (laughs) I'm an engineering student? I'd say I'm an intern, engineering intern. (laughs) None of the above. Um, No, no. I think um, that's a that's a that's a very. That's a good question, because I think something I I don't know if this is only apparent in engineering and aerospace engineering, but I think we all fall in. We all feel imposter syndrome, right? And I think at a certain point, I would say a lot of people are like, no, I, I, I am an engineer. Uh, but early on, we feel that we can't contribute or that uh, we haven't been prepared or we aren't prepared. Uh, it could be a lot of different things. Uh, going into this internship, do I think that I've become closer to becoming an engineer? I do. Am I there yet? Have I achieved that star status? No. Um, I'm still I'm still shocked that I was able to contribute today <laughs> in what I was doing, and and you know it, it blows my mind because I thought it was a simple task, and yet 
they were like, yeah, you, you contributed a lot. Thank you so much. And I'm like, oh. And so um, obviously by me having that kind of impression, I still feel like I quite haven't hit the mark of what I consider um, a true engineer. And I think that comes from a place, my reasoning is because I haven't achieved true independence. Like if someone were to give me a task at the company I work for, are they going to expect me to fully, you know, finish it out on my own or um, figure out a way to fix that problem? And I think the answer is no. I'm going to need to ask questions, go around and ask. And maybe that is what engineering is. But my understanding of it right now is like independence. Like, oh, I'm going to assign Johnny this task and like he's going to get it done. Like once I, th- well, I think I think that's the condition for me. Like once that happens and maybe it'll happen at this internship and I'm like, ah, I am a true engineer now. Right. But as of now, um, I don't think I'm even close to that. And so, um, and on top of that, dude, I don't, okay. Another, I, I know I'm, I'm adding on to this right now, but another thing that really shocked me about the industry is how many freaking acronyms and abbreviations there are for everything. We have a website of acronyms at my job. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, when, well, when people are talking to me, they're like, Hey, do you know this, uh, ABCD, you know, da, 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 da. and then on top of that, they're using military alphabet. So I actually memorized it which is pretty cool. Like Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Elko, you know, like, like I, I could say A through Z. It's pretty cool, but uh, maybe it's not cool. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure most people are like, oh, that's whatever. Um, I thought it was pretty cool that people talk like that, but yeah, just how many acronyms and abbreviations there are. So maybe once I start acclimating towards that as well, once I start understanding the lingo that they're talking about when they're talking about certain things, certain systems, then I'll be like, oh, okay. Like I fit in here. However, I'm nowhere near that right now. So. Yeah, that's interesting. Actually, so I I'll keep mine short. I disagree with you on How one thing. You? I How dare that's, you? You know, it happens. Just okay, because think, we have a I podcast think, doesn't mean we have to agree. I think I I, I'm, I quit. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go on. I don't know. What I'm doing that right now. Go on. So I think engineering is not full independence. I think from what I've seen is a lot of people you know collaborating, asking questions. Um, and it, you know, just because you have something to do doesn't mean that you have to get that done. Um, from what I've seen, a lot of, you know, the people I work with can pass, pass off tasks related to their work to other people to, you know, to basically get more done. Um, and that's not like, I'm not, I'm not speaking about a manager or anybody in particular. It's just, you know, an, a regular engineer that says, Hey, you know, if you're waiting on something, let me know and I could hook you up with some work or something like that. So that's what I, I think about that. Um, as far as my experience, I actually do feel like I am quite independent to some extent. Like I still have my questions, still have to speak to my manager, you know, ask for clarification. But, you know, I'm basically like working on my own. So I think I do have like a little bit of that independence. Um, Is that your condition and- though? No, I don't think that that is my condition. I just, I feel like, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's because it's not school or what, but like I was standing in line the other day with my girlfriend, I think at like a restaurant or something. And I was just like, wow. And she was like, what? And I was like, I, I like, I find I made it. Like I am what I've wanted to be. I mean, I don't have the job yet. I'm not graduated. Right. But I was like, I am there. Like I, I, what's next for me? Yeah, I lock in a full time position. But like, I'm, I, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. So uh, I don't know if I would say like, if somebody asked me, what do you do? I don't know if I would say I'm an engineer. But uh, I definitely feel like more of an engineer than I, I have before. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I want to make an amend to what I said. By independence, I meant like if a, a task is assigned to me, there's a trust that I will get it done in a timely manner or even earlier. I Not, wouldn't trust you to get anything done. I'm just kidding. That is uh, that is Andrew. Yeah, he's a he's a <laughs> task master. But that's, that's what I meant. So I mean, because because something I heard today was, um, you know, the site lead. He was saying, "Hey, um, this guy is really good because this guy will either know the answer." Or he will know the person that knows the answer to your question. 
which in the same vein, oh, I'm going to assign Johnny this task. He will either get the task complete or he will know who to assign this task to or a subtask of that overall task. He will know who to assign it to so that the task is complete. And if that kind of confidence and level of confidence is set in me, then I'm like, all oh, right. Yeah, I'm basically, yeah, I, I'm an engineer, right? But I mean, this is entirely subjective. You guys could all disagree with me. Andrew can entirely disagree with me and I could care less. You guys could send an email saying, yeah, Johnny, that's not what an engineer is. So be it. That's my definition. And, you know. You make a good point. Um, I definitely can see what you're saying. I definitely know that like, if I have a question, I don't know who to go to about a particular question. Like I still am like, okay, who do I talk to about this? But that's going to take like a year of being not only with the company, but in the same project. Yeah. Because if you could, you know, bounce around to three different projects, you're going to have three different point of contacts. And actually you're going to have like 27 different point of contacts Yeah, and, and all these different people. So yeah, it's just, uh, a lot goes on and yeah it's, so basically yeah. A- according to my definition once you jump onto a new project and you're working with entirely new people or let's say you move cities you move to a different campus you don't you don't have an engineer status anymore you're you're no longer an engineer you're, you're a student again <laughs> yeah something like that <laughs> somebody's uh, like how long have you been with the company oh i've been with the company for 30 years but i'm new to this project oh so you're a student <laughs> <laughs> yes sir <laughs> Yes, I am. Yeah. They're like, all right, you can, uh, well, I guess we're going to have to lower your, your pay again. Oh, no, no, no. That's okay. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Super seniors. Exactly. Yeah, super seniors. But yeah. Well, it's been interesting for sure. I'm sure we'll have some more interesting stories. Hopefully, we can share some more insight. Um, yeah. I it's, mean, definitely, it's definitely uh, something we hope more people can experience for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. And and we apologize for our vagueness. We 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 obviously have not stated what companies we work for, and um, we're doing that um, intentionally. And we're intentionally leaving things vague to a certain extent, because um, we don't we don't know what we're allowed to say or not to say. So we'd rather leave it and err on the side of safety. And I don't know if I already said this in the beginning. I probably did, but yeah. That's a, that's a wrap. So is there anything else you want to say, Mr. Diamond? No, that's the end of the first episode of season two. We're sorry if this was low energy. We're going to come back. We're going to have fun again. What are you talking about? Why is it got low energy, man? That's rude. <laughs> uh, we're going to hey. come back. It'll be fun. We're going to talk about some cool things and yes, hopefully answer your questions. So email us at airholicsanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, I... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say something, but I won't say it, and I'll save it for later. All right. All right. And with that, I guess we're, we're out. We are out. See you guys. <laughs>